0: We are live. Episode 63. This is the Lyrical Ones podcast. Whether you're watching live or watching the, I guess, recorded version of this. Or listening. Listening. Tell them. Yeah, listening live or listening to the recorded version of this. Um, I am Cineo. Joined with Alfluent. And Al Fluent, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a wild world. And,
1: you know, we still navigating this world, you know, as humans. I was thinking about just, like, the phrase that, like, the closest will come to the creator, closest will come to God, is the person across from you. And just how different we all are. And how similar we all are. And, like, how could we try or think that we could understand, you know, someone divine, something divine, um, which is far from us when we, you know, can't even accept and try to understand each other as we, you know, go through life and experience a lot of the same things. And, you know, we get in this, you know, we're in this space where like, there's a lot going on, a lot of, a lot of violence, um, a lot of, like, a lot of violence to ourselves. And, you know, that's, that's trippy. There's a, it's a lot of that going on, you know, people, you know, climbing up high to set themselves up for a big fall. And, you know, it's like, if you ain't got the balance,
0: maybe you shouldn't be up there. I yeah. like I like that. I like where you're going with this one. This one, this is gonna this is gonna I know where we're going now. <laughs> right, is
1: it's like I come into this world right with a little bit of responsibility, right? And I see tall buildings, right? I see bookshelves, I see I see beds, I see ladders, right? I see I see building blocks i see playground structures right and it's a lot of things you learn through trial and error for sure right but some things you got to prepare for you know just even a little bit got to have some experience you know otherwise you hurt yourself and i think i have through athletics and exercise a lot of through a lot of different sports that I've participated in, I've i I put my body through the ringer in a sense, and I'm a, now I'm in a space where I just don't want to be in pain, and so I'm I'm in a space of gratitude right now, where I see the world you know self sabotaging, and I'm grateful to be here on lyrical ones. On this live Wednesday that we own live, we you know, we 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 broadcasting and I'm happy to be here with you, my co-host Cineo, and I appreciate you asking me how I'm doing because the more you know I'm in a space of gratitude, the more gratitude I share, the more it's just you know, praises really for you know everything that's coming my way and everything that's uh gone my way so far how you
0: feeling I'm feeling everything you were saying every word that you gave I appreciate it Um, because right now I'm looking at how you're right it's almost as though people trying to run up the staircase to heaven and it's not the time it's like trying to reach a level of glory and praise, right? To to earn the merits and justification, the validation of those around you, the approval, to seek some shine, to seek the light. And it's difficult because how it makes me feel right now is there's a level of self-awareness that you have to really understand, right? Going to what you were saying around knowing and understanding yourself in order to understand others, right? There is this synchronicities relationship, right? Me being more agnostic, right? Divinity to me is is very broad in a lot of ways, right? But there's this the cycle that I can see that exists, whether it's the divine geometry of the world right or whether you're looking at it on a microscopic level on a universal level on an astronomical right there's so many circles involved and there's this reciprocation in relationships that exists within you it exists outside of you if you're fortunate enough to have had a relationship where you could start to explore what love is right Sometimes we do things to impress those in front of us, right? You going into saying the, the closest pathway, the closest way to reach God is the person right in front of you, right? But also it's reflected on self, right? It's, it's also the, the door is unlocked within you, right? So there's this this two-way ability, right, where everything's happening at once, right? The past is in the present because it got you here right? Just as much as the future is the next moment in front of you, right? It's where everything meets at this this point in time. The present is ever present, but so is the past and so is the future because of being in this moment. It's where the two meet. The same goes for the relationships. The same goes for how you feel about yourself. The same goes for the self-awareness, right? Because it's key. It's essential. It's hard to sometimes acknowledge it. It's sometimes hard to dive deep into it, but the self-awareness goes a long way. And I feel like you hit it on the head. Everybody is willing to risk so much for that moment that they get over the hump instead of realizing some humps ain't for them to go over. Some things ain't for them to go through. Man. Not all challenges are necessary, right? Whoa, man. We, We oftentimes place challenges before us rather than accepting the challenges we already have, right? Some of us try to avoid it and it's easy. It can be easy. It's easy when you got something else you see over yonder, right? The greener, the greener grass. And, and for me right now, the feeling is I have to embrace and accept me and I have to really appreciate and accept what it is that I have with those around me. And if I don't, like the, and this This is real, right? Because it's a boundary I have to set every day. Sometimes you got to make space for those challenges. Sometimes you got to make space between you and those other people to, to really experience what you're going through, to really accept what you're going through and to overcome it. So you're not going and trying to seek out another challenge or someone's bringing the challenge to you that's not for you to have. Because oftentimes, you know, people will pump, pump you up and get you to thinking this is for you. And then you realize as you come back down to earth and you're looking up because the way down was harsh. It was fast. It was swift. You knew it was unsteady going up. You knew it wasn't sure. You knew this wasn't for you. But you did it anyway. And now as you look back up to where you came from or where you were trying to go, you realize I got some things I need to handle down here. And so, yeah, I'm feeling like, it's a time for me to be in the moment, be self-aware and accept and embrace me as much as it is me setting and defining like the space I need and appreciating the people that, that reciprocate that. Right. Cause that goes back to the reciprocity. Right. of Like, do you reciprocate what it is that I give you and I'm, I reciprocating. Right. So yeah, that's how I'm feeling.
1: Nice. Like when, when I turn 30, I realized how much I was sabotaging myself. And I read something today where someone posted, today I learned I was dumb or I was stupid. Today I learned I was stupid. You know, after setting themselves up for a big fall. And for me, it was like an overnight thing. I was like, oh, dang. I really been in my 20s. I was really doing this to myself. And setting myself up for, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, kind of big falls to me at the time. And I was fortunate enough to to be injured, right, emotionally and not physically. At the same time, right, I was unfortunate to where I was, was not injured physically, but injured emotionally, right, so I've been through some things, right, where I fell and hurt my spirit, hurt my ego hurt my heart, and right, had to kind of, like get put back together, right, had to go through, you know some protocols concussion protocols when it comes to the heart had to go through right some surgery and repair and some healing when it comes to my spirit and all because i was setting myself up climbing up to where i shouldn't have been and you know just taking these spills and it was really like waking up the next day on 30 and it's like oh man setting myself up. And not only that, but I could avoid a lot of what I've been through before and not repeat those things just by accepting where I was messing up. Right? Just accepting that, oh, shouldn't have climbed up there. Shouldn't have climbed up there. Shouldn't have climbed up there. there. Won't be doing that again. Won't be doing that again. Won't be doing that again. Instead, i'm gonna get this you know proper incline and you know plateau at times and then climate times, plateau at times climate times but also recognizing that i was not going backwards because i had plateaued because i could look back at what i've been through and say that oh i'm not starting from scratch right i'm starting from experience But also acknowledging, oh, there are things that I, that, that I don't need, places I need, I don't need to climb no more. Like, I don't even need to set myself up that way. I'm going to go set myself up that way. Like, it's beyond me. Not because I'm not capable, because the risk reward is lopsided. Right? The, the, The reward does not justify the risk. And, like, I think once you get there in life it, at any point, then you start to take smarter risks. They don't become smaller risks. They become risks with proper rewards attached to them. And, like, even if you fail big, you will shoot it for something worth it. And if you fall, fall short, you come away with lessons that will help you in the next venture, the next risk. And I'm seeing folks like not really acknowledge or even think about the reward. It's like, do you really, it's like the lottery. Like if you've got no mechanism or system set up to capitalize on on a successful risk, why take it in the first place, right? And, right, that's if you, you know, take a risk on yourself in business, take a risk on yourself in romance, take a risk on yourself and, you know, financially, right, emotionally, right? It's like politically, you know, socially, like there's so many different ways that we can take risks, and bet on ourselves, and you know, come out better for it, even if the risk does not, you know, bring uh uh, uh the proper uh, reward. It's not successful, right? Um, and so I just I'm just in a space of now, like it's not quite bewilderment, but like I got understand a little bit more about where people are because i remember taking you know similar risks with very little reward involved and so i can understand that thinking because i've i've been you know mentally in that space and now i'm in a space of where you know i just i think i evaluate rewards differently
0: You bring up a good point. And it's, I can find meaning or make meaning or, you know, amplify what it is being said in the moment. Example I am a huge Alia fan. Huge. Remember, I remember the first time where it hit me that I was enamored by what this person could do and what they brought to the world. It was one in a million and I remember listening to it and was like this this is amazing. This is I want to do something that involves this. And it was it wasn't just Alia right it was like Timberland, Missy Elliott. It was this combination of production, songwriting, these visuals the dancing choreography, the style. And here we are 20 years later. This is the day that she's been she, she left us, right? She left this this plane of existence. And for me, when you say being young and learning that you're doing things to yourself, right? I'm brought back to a younger, less informed version of myself. And reflecting on 18 or 25, right? And the reason why I brought up Ali is because it be, it became a way to identify what I wasn't dealing with or didn't have awareness of or couldn't acknowledge because I'm so young, right? Because I'm so enamored, wrapped up in what this person represents, I don't think critically about it right? Mm. I just say I'm in love with this person. I don't know them, but I'm in love with what they do. I'm in love with what they bring and what they make me feel in this world. And that replicates itself in my relationships. That that is replicated in so many different instances where I'm not really taking into account the relationship and the the reciprocation, right? And how am I showing up? Because me being Mm Self-destructive, having these tendencies that are tied into my upbringing, that are tied into my family or my relationships and how I learned from these relationships or needed to unlearn at a certain point. 18 to 25 became this seven year period where I, I learned how much damage I'm doing to me and those around me, right? Reason number 6,332 why I wear the mask. So some people just ain't got to see my face again because I understand the damage I did. I understand the harm that I caused. And it's almost like, how dare I gloat with the face that they know when I don't have any way of knowing that they were able to process what happened, right? right? I don't have any means, right? Because I've created boundaries out of those situations for both of our own sake our safety our health our sanity and i don't have any way to 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 know and it's not that i don't care to know it's right. that i know i don't need to it's that i know that i'm better off not having it and i got to maintain the boundary and that's different for everybody for some people right you might have a friendship or a relationship a significant other and you can have amicable respectful meaningful dialogue after some type of relationship that evolves and changes. And for some people, you can't for whatever reason. And for me, I'm the type of person, because of how I was brought up, where I maintain those boundaries, whether uh, I'm blood related to you, whether I'm related to you because of what we went through together, whatever the case may be, right, I acknowledge enough one sliver of a big pie as to why i wear this mask i don't i don't even want to put that on you you don't have to even see me in that regard right this is a mutated mutilated version of what you know it's different it's not the same and that was always a thing right it's like i'm a compassionate person i leave with empathy and for me to acknowledge that i was stupid that i was dumb that i couldn't understand the harm i was causing or the harm i was going through or the harm i was putting myself through it's a major thing because it ties back to that idea of let me challenge myself to climb what doesn't need to be climbed right let me let me let me somehow ignore what needs to be done right right if you lack the balance then you should work on the balance first don't go and try and challenge yourself now right If you know that your ankles are unsteady, right, or if your inner ear isn't properly functioning, right, and the higher you go, the more vertigo you're going to have, maybe you should think twice about what it is that you're doing, right? If you know that you're not doing this to challenge yourself or you know that you're not surrounded by people who want to see you overcome the challenge but just want to see you fail and fall, there's a lot you need to take into consideration before you go and challenge yourself. Right. And that that's just that's just life. That's life. Like, that's just life. But we don't often think about that when we're in it. Right. We're like, oh, we're hyped up or we got people pushing us and trying to get us to do this thing. Are we in our own head thinking, oh, how they going to think of me? You got to let that go. I have to let that go. I have to work on letting it go every day. It reengages It finds a way to come in It finds a way to show up. And I have to challenge and fight and push. Right. If consistency is key. It's not that the consistency means I let off. The consistency means I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing. And there's going to be days I don't want to. There's going to be days I don't feel like it. And so I have to challenge myself before I go and deal with the challenges someone else places on me or wants me to see or wants me to do. And then I have to engage to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And that's the thing. Like 18 to 25, I didn't have no understanding of that, right? We can get into the scientific meaning, right? Where your prefrontal cortex isn't really done developing until you're about 26, which means depending on the safeguards in the society, community and the supports you have, you may not make it. And when I mean, you may not make it. You may not have something waiting for you where you can even accept or process. There's still time for you to live, enjoy and grow. Right. You said for you, it was 30. One day you woke up. Right. That's within that. That's you literally got four years to get accustomed and acclimated to you. Right. And I feel the same way. I felt like I woke up one day and I'm 26 and I realized I need to work from here on out. And it wasn't until I was about 30 where I was like, okay, now I got a better handle and hang on what it is and how I want to do it. Right. Like I was, I remember working a job where my coping mechanism was to drink because of how toxic and stressful the job was. And, It became a communal thing where I'm making the excuse to say, oh, well, we're doing it together. When in reality, we're just trying to process and cope with the pain of what our job is doing to us. Not really enjoying and embracing each other as much as we are also not acknowledging and dealing with the pain that we're going through, because what ends up happening after a period of time, we all decide to leave together. But for a period of time, it was like, oh, well, you know, we're going to figure out how we're going to get through this. And it was like, we learned this wasn't for us. Right. This challenge. Right. We thought this was the challenge we needed. No, this was just preparation for other challenges elsewhere. This wasn't the real challenge. This was practice. And we learned what is the practice we needed to develop to deal with this. That doesn't that, at least for me, doesn't have me rushing to oh, I need a drink. I need oh, I need something. I need a nightcap. I need something that's gonna decompress me because I'm feeling pressed, right? Stressed or sad or depressed or whatever the case may be. Let me let me go in and, and inoculate myself, right? Let me become just inoculated and just say, you know what? I'm gone because I can't process and deal with. And it was like I'm outside of that scope of being, as, as far as I see, the stupidest me, eighteen to twenty-five, right? But I'm still within a time period where I'm learning like, oh, wait, this ain't right, right? Maybe I'm not doing it every day. Maybe I'm binging on the weekends. Maybe I'm binging every three weeks, right? Maybe I'm coming up with new parameters to make me feel okay about what I'm doing until I realize this ain't it. This ain't me. This isn't who I am. Right. right, and for some people, it's like, "Oh, you tripping, bro? What you talking about, bro? I'm finna turn up right now." It's like, "That's cool, you do that," and I love you and I appreciate you, but I'm not you. I gotta maintain that space. I gotta maintain that boundary. You wanna go and climb, right? Maybe you got the balance. Maybe you don't. Maybe you can't see outside yourself enough, or have the self awareness to know this challenge ain't for you. But you do you, because I gotta do me, and it's not out of disrespect. It's not because I'm better than anyone other than myself, right? I'm not better than anybody. I'm just trying to be better than I was yesterday on a constant, on a consistent basis. And that's not disrespectful to anyone. And if someone finds the disrespect in it, well, guess what? There may be another challenge for you. Because... That's, that's the reality of it, right? We're all just trying to figure out what we want to do or how we want to do it or go f- towards our true purpose or our meaning or what we feel is fulfilling. And it's like, not everyone has that scope or that vision, and that's okay. Right? I, I heard a conversation in relation to a anime called Naruto. And people were talking about this one character, And they were saying how much they did not like Sakura. And they're like, she is the worst. Now, we could get into depth as to maybe the creator just didn't have the ability to write them out as a full-fledged, full-thought-out character, right? You could say everything you want, but in the reality of it, for me, what was brought to my attention in this conversation was there's people who they have very simplistic goals, wants, and needs in the world. They may find themselves in miraculous position or around miraculous people, and that doesn't minimize or take away from who they are. It just means they have different wants and goals and needs, right? And that's the thing that people sometimes lose sight of. There's nothing wrong with either or. There's nothing wrong with being the overachiever, and there's nothing wrong with going with the flow. Oftentimes, we try to place them against each other instead of seeing them all a part of the same spectrum. And as I was stupid, thinking, oh, everybody needs to be doing X, Y, Z, or people telling me that they want to do XYZ, I had to come to realize we all want different things. And I have to accept that. And I have to be willing to communicate how that difference is either going to impact us as individuals or impacts us as a collective. Right. That's a difficult thing. Right. When you got to have that heart to heart with your boy. Like, yeah, I know you say you want to do this, but this ain't really you. Mm -hmm. Well, you're just trying to hate. Hold on. I'm not hating. I know you. I love you and I appreciate you. But these are the qualities you bring to the table. And what you're saying requires this other set of qualities. And if you don't believe me. Well, then either you're going to have to see for yourself or. Maybe this is where we part ways. Right now, again, it's different for different people. Some people want to hold on me. I'm the type to let go. Why? History, life experience. That's just that was the practice. That is the culture that I'm that I was grown up in is that whether you want to let go, you got to let go. I was surrounded by death. Death was a reoccurring thing. Letting go becomes a practice that I'm very comfortable with. That's Mm -hmm. not for everybody. Right. Right. That's not for everyone to live through. Some people don't know what that means or how that impacts or shapes them. But for me, that's the truth. And I have to live in that. Right. It's not a a sign of disrespect. I can have immense love for someone within a short window of time. Right. That period that we had means so much to me. But after I leave that period of time, I won't come back. Right. It's like living in a new country. Right. You can't be everywhere at once. You're going to be immersed in a new culture, new language, new way of life. And that's how I treat time. Right. Not everybody's going to travel with me through every phase and every junk junction. Right. And I think that if anything. Right. When it comes to the time we're in right now, where as bad as it could be, sometimes we create a challenge that it may not be worse, but it can make things worse. Some will be able to meet the challenge and deal with the challenge and overcome it. And some will fall and become damaged, become harmed. And I think that, yeah, like like you said, right, like identifying what am I doing to myself? And from that, making the change and the difference to say, I'm not going to do that no more. Right. Asking for help, reaching out, communicating. Right. Maybe. Shifting or growing or changing the community you surround yourself with—all these things have to be taken into consideration because, you know, it's—it's it's, the limits only exist as much as you place them on yourself. Others will try, but in in true true core and true scope, the limits are literally which place on yourself,
1: right? Right, because you can place limits on yourself just by the com- the company that you keep and not even know that you're right, putting bracers, putting putting limits on yourself, putting shackles on yourself. And in and, and movement and body movement, we use this term called proprioception, right? Understanding how your body moves in it's your body awareness in space, right? And when it comes to like self-awareness or knowledge of self, right, it's important that you understand how you fit into the environment that you're in, right? It's like I have to understand that how I fit into the environment I'm in. I'm in, not just by how people treat me, but how I treat people, how I show up, you know, what I mean to say what I actually say, how it's received and whether or not what I say lines up with my words. I mean, what I I say lines up with my actions and my choices. At some point, right, I'm trying to become aware of all those things so that I can be intentional with those things. And as I improve my proprioception, right, my how my body moves in space, right, or spaces, places, spaces, you know, social spaces, physical spaces, right, whether I'm high, whether I'm low, right, as I understand how my body moves, how my, my mind moves in these spaces, I can become more intentional in how I navigate those spaces. And If I'm going to change my environment, I can do that by leaving. Or I can do that by staying and changing who I am. Right, Because if I stay who I am and the people who are allowing me to stay who I am and allow me to keep the limits on myself. Right. Are complicit in my self-sabotage. And then when I start to change myself but stay in the same place, either I'm going to affect the people around me and change the the limits that that they allow me to live in by being in exchange with me, being in reciprocity energetically with me, or they start to move away. And say, this ain't for me no more. And sometimes they communicate that through violence, right? Emotional, verbal, mental, physical violence. They're like, this is not what I want. So I'm going to have to check you because that's my mode of communication. I'm going to lash out. Right, some flee. Right, some see my change in myself as violence toward them, and they say your 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 identity that you're assuming is is violent toward me. Yeah, well, but this 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 embodiment that I'm choosing to accept within myself is healing me so i can't really in good conscience change that trajectory so right somebody's gotta somebody's gotta step away and sometimes it's gotta be me sometimes it's gotta be them but when i know who i want to be in space right then i can say okay i have an idea of where i'm starting at each day And where I'm starting at when I step into a space, I have a good idea of my stats. Right. I need, because I need to know my stats before I take on a challenge. I got to have some ideas like, oh, my game is not the mid range. Right. I need to be on the block. Right. Or I don't need to be shooting threes. Right. I need to stay just inside the three point line or. Right. I'm not going to create my own shot. I need to catch and shoot. I need to make one move, two moves, and then, you know, go toward the basket. That's that's the, the game I need to be in. Or, right, I shouldn't be climbing up this ladder because I don't got the stats for it, right? I shouldn't be, you know, climbing up these blocks, right, because I don't have the stats for it. I shouldn't be taking this chance because I see, I see my stats and say, okay, well, the prerequisite is I need this technique, if I ain't got this technique, right? I can't perform this spell. If I can't perform this spell, right, I'm gonna have to go without collecting this, you know, these rewards, right? And that happens sometimes where you gotta reroute and say, Well, I gotta hit this, hit this other challenge first, so that I can level up. And I see folks not just not leveling up and they choose not to and ain't really gaining too many stats too much experience points taking these falls, these self-sabotaging falls. And I think because of the way I've experienced storytelling and, and interactive storytelling, I've been in a space where I've wanted to gather as much information before I move on to the next thing. It's like making sure you understand the chapter and you know, whenever I, you know, am studying, right, say, oh man, I may need to review this chapter before I go to the next chapter. Cause I want to make sure I got it. Right. Not because somebody's gonna test me because I but I wanna understand it and make it my own. Cause I always feel like when you own some information, when you own the knowledge, right, then you can freak it how you want to and make it yours and and then filter it out of you to deliver it to somebody else, to deliver it to the, your community, your tribe, passersby, whatever. Right? It's like you get the tool, right? Then you can wear the tool, then you can use the tool, right? Then you can master the tool. But if you don't stop to get it, you're just taking on the challenge without the the best tool for the job. Right, a lot of times in certain situations, right, it's still glutes. People just be like, I ain't gonna work on my glutes. I'm gonna do these quad dominant exercises, you know, I'm gonna do this upper body work, even though my glutes got the potential to be the strongest muscle in my body, not pound for pound, right, because that's the tongue, but the strongest muscle. As far as force generation goes, right? It's my glutes. People are like, nah, I'm just going to do this other stuff and it's going to have me looking right. Or at least I'm going to feel like I'm doing something. And a lot of times you can practice badly and get good at just being bad. And you can just practice inefficiently and just get good at being inefficient right just reiterating our bad habits and as we you know try to gather information and say man i oh, man, i keep losing on this level i keep losing on this stage i keep losing at this part in life i keep take you know taking these l's and not taking in the lessons sometimes it's the approach is not coming from within right it's like am i equipping myself with what i need to to overcome this if i'm not equipped to get over this hump why am i even going for it right is it like i could take the risk out of it just by getting becoming more equipped and I, you know if we i think we you know in if we get to that part in community, right? you say, oh man, if I just got the tools, right? That's a justification by funding the Pentagon, right? That's that's the fun the fun right. That's the 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 fundamental idea with you know spending money on the defense is that we just need the tools, right? So we're gonna spend this money, and get all the tools, so we take the risk out of stuff. Turns out we be then giving tools to other people. And I think when you're in the wrong community, when you got the wrong people around you, sometimes, you know, you share information and before you got the tools, right, you'll tell somebody else how to get it and don't get the tool yourself. So they could get over their hump and people be like, oh man, I thought you was coming with me. Yeah, I thought you was waiting for me. Disconnect.
0: When did you when did you learn about the glutes being one of the most important muscle groups or muscles in the human body when did you learn that yeah i don't know
1: a long a long time ago
0: somewhere in the last three decades let's see Can we rule out the one to ten decade? That first decade, like he was like, I'm about to work these out. I'm, a, I'm about to be out here on this upper upper yard, upper playground. I'm gonna be on nah. that yard just hitting squats, um, high knees.
1: Yeah, we can rule out one to ten because I was doing calf raises at the time. Okay, calf raises. I was, I was, I was requested. It was a, it was a. It was a, I guess it was a challenge. I don't even know what to call it. It was a, yeah, it was a, a request. I was uh, instructed not for my, not for uh, a clear, visible benefit, but I was instructed to do calf raises on the regular, and then see ten to twenty, somewhere around there, I think. Uh, the glutes. Um yeah, second decade, somewhere around there. Um my I had developed differently than other people. <laughs> That's how I say that. I, I had developed differently than other people and I was I was benefiting from the practice the that and the exertion that my body was going through that gave me an advantage in athletics. Um, but I was like randomly always like pulling in information. So like it's like where did I learn like right, that idea? I don't know because just I feel like I'm just existing in, in time spaces where I'm just holding on to stuff but definitely but somewhere second
0: second and third decade second and third decade so then after that you was like okay i know this is something that i need to focus on like you didn't you weren't in resistance to it you were like let me let me learn about this more let me dive deeper or was it just the surface level okay i know i got to do it in now just that's it um i don't think it was i don't think it was surface level i think it was more like
1: let's take this key and use it it's like oh this is the gate that it opens i'm going to go get the key for it right it's like
0: turbo hero ingenium
1: yeah they yeah, kind kind of, it was it's like
0: yeah this is, let's go but it was like okay there's the emerald gate let me get the emerald key now the thing the reason why i say that right cuz even though it's so specific to say the glutes it's it's also the metaphor of when you become aware of the thing, what do you do once you know, right? Do you do you deny it and then act out of denial and say, "Nope, I'm just gonna keep, I'm gonna just keep working on my biceps." I'm well, I think, think it's the, working it's, on my chest.
1: I think it's the attachment, though, right? It's the like the
0: attachment to, right? The the alternative, right? I ain't worried and, about balancing out my body. I just want to look good in pictures. Now, nah, right. So, like, even if that's right, even if that's not
1: the, the 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 thing, right? It could be just the 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 attachment to the familiar, right? Versus, right, the the new new new, right? Because the new new may be like the hotness, but it's like I'm a I could get an A, but I'm gonna rock with this B, because I know exactly speaking. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. Like sometimes it's aesthetic, sometimes it's performance, right? You're Some right, not right. right? Some people is not atta- not attached to right a performance, a level performance, right? Sometimes people is attached to B level performance. Like I know how to navigate this, so I'm not gonna take this this other step
0: because I don't is know how to out of, I, I don't is, know myself. Is that out of awareness that they're at it? because I, I almost feel as though when you say that people Will say, no, that's your A level performance. My A level performance, right? You identify it as B level, but for them, that's their A level, right? What you're doing is maybe off the path, right? And I think, I think sometimes that happens, right? When we so many times, mm-hmm, and this man. is this is this is this is what happens, <laughs> I will say, this is what I need to do. Because of the results of what I've seen, the consequences of what's happened, right? And then the results that come from when I do the thing I need to do. I go and see what is the results I'm going to get, right? Is this going to be good for me? Right. It could be um it could be eating. I'm gonna eat this to see what are the results based off of the information I've gathered about what I'm eating. Now, some people say, Oh yeah, man, I could never do that. I could never, I could never be you. And I say, I could never be me yesterday. Right? I could never be me yesterday. So you're right. Because you only see the residual image of who I was. I'm the one in the moment. As soon as I escape your view, I'm already in the past with you. But I'm ever present with me. So you're right. I could never be me either. Right. Right? But more importantly speaking, they identify the thing that I'm doing as being about me. Whereas I'm identifying the thing that I'm doing being about what am I trying to accomplish after? What is to come after when I do this thing, right? It, I don't even, it almost becomes this thing where it's it's outside of me. It's abstract from, from out, like this completely detached place where I'm like, I know what's going to happen and you could do it too. But again, you're not going to do it because you're going to see it as my thing. Whereas I see it as, this is just a thing. It's a thing. It's not even mine because I got it from somewhere else right and then after i practice it i own it right like you were saying like i like how you you phrase that get to get the knowledge know the knowledge make the knowledge yours and then freak it right Mm -hmm. once you know the tool or once you know the thing then you have room to innovate to to broaden the scope to expand upon it to be more concise precise to to figure out what is it that is the essence what makes this thing the thing and and that and i think there is a piece where that becomes a part of you because it's like you know you you may come up with that one thing no one else has and that is what people identify with you but -hmm. where it comes from right is this this almost long-form process passed down through time of people saying i'm going to take it i'm gonna own it and i'm gonna give it to the next person right to have true mastery and ownership over it. So that way I can improve upon it. Or if it doesn't need to be improved, I'm going to hold on to the, to the essence and maintain it. So it's posterity through time. And it's layered. It's layered. I know this is like super, like no, this no, may be a lot for people to, to, to think about, but it's, it's so true in the multifacetedness of life, whether it's relationships, whether it's relationships with yourself or others, your family, your friends, the community, whether it's what you do every day, how you treat yourself, right um how we see the how we see things right like right i had a conversation with a friend and they were like this this is this is getting real it was like um, uh, would you could i borrow this from you and it was it was a video game and i was mm-hmm. like no oh that, that is real and i was like they were like why i was like i don't let people borrow video games from me and I was like would you let me borrow money i was like look I don't look at money as letting you borrow money. I look at money as it grants me access to things. It grants me access to experiences, possessions, or opportunities. It grants me freedom. But I don't look at money as the thing that I let borrow because money comes and goes and I have no real attachment to it outside of does it afford me a trip somewhere in the world, right? Right. It's like if you want to borrow access, here. Yeah. Because to me, I don't even look at it as borrow. I look at it as I gave it to you. Right. Because I know how people get with money. Right. right. But if, if I am it, if I'm letting it go out of my hands and I'm let I'm letting it go together. Exactly. Because I'm not going to hold my ego to what you decide to do with it. Right. I'm not going to hold my ego to what you decide to make happen or what doesn't happen or what doesn't come my way. Right. I have friends who they they owe me, but I don't look at it as they owe me because I gave it to them right. because I've learned that over time, everyone's relationship with money is different. And so for me, you could say, I'll let you borrow. But in my mind, I gave it to you because once it's out of my hands, I'm going to go make it back. Not because you gave it to me, because I'm going to get it. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to make it happen. Because that's what I was doing before I gave it to you. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, man, I wish I could. I can get it back. I wish they would have paid me. No, I paid myself. I was making sure I could afford it. So I don't put it on you because it was for me to do. Right. It was for me to say, I'm going to give it to you. It wasn't for you to ask me to then me say, oh, I felt pressured. No, I love you. I appreciate you. You're my people. And regardless of your habits, your relationship and your practice with money, I'm not going to hold that to you because I understand the fundamentals of this world and the money and the value of it changes and wavers all the time. But I do acknowledge that it grants me access. I do acknowledge it grants me opportunity. So it is a tool. It is a byproduct of the society and the agreement that I've I've agreed upon, right? Because I ain't move out to the forest and say, all right, I'm living off the land, y'all. No, I'm sitting here with a light on, on camera, with some headphones, and I've accepted that there's a requirement for me to have these things. I've accepted it. Right. And I've accepted that people don't all have the same relationship to the thing. So when you say, can you borrow a video game? I'm going to say no, because that ain't about money. That video game may be something my mother gave me, right? That may be tied to a memory or something that is is a book, a part of my journal and my life experience. Can I let you borrow my journal? I don't think I can. It's for me, right? Now, I'm not saying I'm like this with everything because I've let a lot of things go, but certain things hold some level of, value to me that exceeds anything money can ever say or buy or think of or even measure it's not even a journal it's the pen <sighs> thank you the my favorite pen the one that just writes it's, effortlessly the one that just flows the one that just feels good feels right it is the pen it's the pen right? it's the only it's the is the only pen it's the pen that i use they on a regular pen uh, uh,
1: on a regular basis you know the the pen is
0: only created through. It only works with me. It won't work for you. Got to go find your own pen, right? And and you know, and I go back to the glutes, right? Because so many times, Your glutes getting like, strong don't get my glutes strong. <laughs> Where's love? Ain't no love. And harder than it. But it's true, right? It's it's a thing where it's like you know. I'm constantly trying to learn, right? What is the thing I need to do? Let me do that, right? Let me, let me, what does the self-care look like, right? What is the time and, and the level of energy and exertion that I need to provide? Because I do see a balance, right? Between my mind, my soul, my body, right? My my life, my time, my experiences. There's a reason why everything happens the way it does and things happen the way it do. And I'm not detached from that, right? I may say, okay, I'm separate from you, not because I'm better than, because I know better now, right? I know better than to allow myself or subject myself to a situation that could be toxic, right? Because back in the day, as you had said earlier, I know 8 a.m., they're going to guarantee me a toxic day, right? And that's sharp. the thing is it's sharp, right? But i also been the one to do that too, right? I've also sharp. been the one to provide right. that sharp, right? It's a two-way street. It's it's a it's a unfortunate reciprocation, and at some point I had to tell myself, stop. This is it. This is where you end it. You got to put you got to put a barrier there, right? There now has to be a canyon, right? Because if you have the ability to keep going across easily, you're going to keep going across. So right now, what we're going to do, we're going we're going to create a whole ocean right here, right? time done changed and this is where we at right and it's not that it happened overnight it's been happening the whole time that's the thing right sometimes people think uh, it's overnight no it wasn't overnight it is everything that has happened up to this point where then now you realize this is what you created some people refuse and they drown because of it or they fall because of it or they never acknowledge or never accept that's what's going on and so yeah like Sometimes you got to do those things to make that space. But the glutes, right, the glutes, I think is so important because so many people will not do the work for what's necessary to maintain and keep that balance, right? Because you're only talking about the central point of what a person should work on, right, to then be able to function, right, at a certain point. And I think that is that is so essential. It's so important because even as literal as you say it. It is a metaphor for life. So you know, you know, we,
1: we, it's we, the only way on lyrical ones is it's, it's gotta is it's gotta be metaphors for life. And it's it's interesting because I really actually like all the talk of toxicity. I just don't like the perspective that is such an inhuman. Or debased thing when really we all have to purify, right? That's we all have to do it, but you have to acknowledge it, right? The body's doing it all the time, it's purifying, right? Kidneys, liver, brain, right? Lymph nodes, right? It's happening all the time, but your body has to have right receptors and and appraisers of the toxicity in your body, right? To say, oh, that's jacked up. Let's fix that. Oh, that's jacked up. Oh, let's fix that. Oh, we released too much serotonin. Let's flush that. Oh, we released too much cortisol. Let's flush that. And people is just like, I ain't gonna flush it. <laughs> People would be like, "It's like, oh man, I got this this this, this habit, this unhealthy habit, right? Because like it's unhealthy, right? Because of how it harms me or the people around me, right? And it's unhealthy, right? Because it is right, diminishing some part of my function, and and folks would be like, oh, it's toxic. It's so inhuman. It's so like." cruel or terrible that is just like human and we pick them up from places that we don't mean to pick them up from like sometimes you, you just like everybody don't scream the same so just because my screen was i undo- don't scream some people don't some people don't scream right and however it sounds is human and and it's still got to be stuff that's that's flushed, right? It's got to be, like, purified. And so, like, when people talk about, oh, you're about to be, you know, surrounded by rose quartz and moon water, it's like people is trying to purify in any way that somebody will direct them. And they're not, they still not Taking their own receptors, right? Their emotions, right? Which are the part of the compass, right? Of our being, right? Or our, our, our ing, right? Without the be, right? We just, we just are sometimes, and we're not being, we're not doing, we just are, and sometimes folks don't take the compass and the beacons and say. Oh, this is jacked up. Let me purify this. That it they can't even see that it could be purified. Sometimes in the inner space, like, oh man, I can't even see myself not being this. Right. And that's what the workout is, right? That's what working on the glutes are. Right? Somebody I seen somebody else getting it. Can I really get like that? Maybe. Maybe they're gonna look like something different but they can get strong, right? Your your morality, right? Your integrity can get strong, right? Your transparency can get strong, right? You can level up, right? If you work on it, but first you got to acknowledge, dang, I'm kind of weak right there. I'm only kind of like a level two. I I gotta, I can't, you know, I might be able to skip levels, but I could also take on a challenge that's too much for me, and get worked in the <laughs> on a level four dungeon because I didn't want to take out the level two dungeon a few times to get up to level three. It's like, oh man, I could have knocked out these level ones and twos and got up to level three. Might have even got up to level five before I even came at the level the level four dungeon. Man, I love that feeling. It's nothing better than leveling up past, pa- past the, the, the required level. It's nothing better than that. Oh, look let, let me let me find some gauntlets. Let, let, let me find a a necklace or a bulletproof vest or uh, some some boots that'll, that'll get me right. Let me find just one piece of gear that's gonna have me make it a little bit easier for me and folks don't be on that folks don't be like oh this is really hard for me in this relationship this is really hard for me in this job this is really hard for me in this conversation or this interview and i just be like how can i level up before it before it comes before the next one comes it's like oh man that 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 middle that mid-level boss kind of kind of worked me a little bit i got him but I didn't have no, I didn't have no potions left. <laughs> let, let me, let me come back. Let me come back the next time around, ready in some ways, right? With more humility, right? With with more, more, uh, self esteem, right? With with less fear, or more love, more kindness, more gentleness, more understanding. Let me come through different this time. I'm not even gonna have on the same gear. I'm gonna have on this molten lava gear. You folks won't even know how I'm come through. Cause, Cause, I had to go. I had to go to the volcano to get this. I had to go get a, a a dragon. I didn't mess with no earth dragon. I had to go get that fire dragon first or something. But like, folks, oh, this stuff won't even be on it sometimes. And I'm thinking, I'm watching these folks climb these crates, and it's like, where's your level two at? And I like seeing the memes of people doing a level one, but I never see nobody doing the level one. I just see the, the four boxes. One on each side and then two in the middle. And I'm like, oh, that looked like uh what's that connect four? And they post a meme like, oh man, this is where I'm gonna be at. But I don't see nobody doing it. Everybody else is going and doing level 20, 25. And it's like for what? You don't even know what the physics feel like. You don't got no proprioception, proprioception of your body in space to make this happen. And that's all I hope, you know, is that people like learn about themselves and keep working to level up, you know, in this second to last, we'll release this last uh, seven days, this last week uh, of August. It's, you know, for the astrology folks out there, it's uh, what they call Virgo season. Um, it's a good time for the Beyonce's and the Kobe Bryant's and the Michael Jackson's and the Barry White's and the Paul Walkers. You know. The Lazy Bones.
0: For the um, Nas's and the
1: Ludacris's. It's a good... It's the Nas's and the Ludacris's and Dougie Fresh's. You know, it's a, it's a good time. Right. So, so, you know, we celebrate life always. But... Like the, uh, like the October baby said, we can have more life. And like the Bible says, life more abundantly.
0: I mean, man, I appreciate you for saying all that. Especially when it comes to the toxic part. Because that is so easy to like forget. Your body's constantly dealing with toxicity. And it has the mechanisms and the ability to deal with it. Right?
1: Oh, oh, real, real quick. It's a it's an anime called Sales at Work that's talking all about that. Sales at work. I'm sales on. at sales at work. It's a sales at work one, and it's a sales at work two, season two, and it's a sales at work dark. That's like talking about more adult bodily functions. Is
0: wild. I mean, but the the thing that you that I want to expand upon is going back to that unnecessarily, that unnecessary challenge, right? At some point you have to acknowledge how much toxicity are you placing on yourself? Because the dosage makes the poison, right? You can handle toxicity, but when the toxicity becomes poisonous, right? There's a threshold that you have to pay attention to, right? Now for some, right? They, They take the poison little by little and their body builds up a resistance to it because they understand that's what's needed for them due to the environment. Right. Maybe the environment is really harsh. And so you have to take the the toxicity and increments to where you build a resiliency towards it. But that isn't for everything. Right. And you have to be very mindful of what that is and how far you're willing to go and why you're doing it. Right. Are you doing it out of survival? Are you doing it out of safety? Are you doing it because you feel like you have to or is there a way out that you don't need to? Right. Because, yes, your body can handle toxicity. But sometimes we go when we get too much toxicity, we'll bring it into ourselves. Right. Some of us, we don't ask for some of us. there, There's no question we are a victim to it. But some of us can't even see beyond ourselves to know that we're bringing more in when we don't need to. And so, you know, you're right. We have the ability to handle it. But you also have to have that self-awareness to know. Right. Are they not calling me back because of how I sound? And can I accept when someone tells me this is how I sound? Right. Because at some point you're going to have a feeling in you or it's like, is it me? And maybe it is. Maybe it is. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to grow. And I think it's important because it goes back to the toxicity, right? Am I just showcasing, projecting the toxicity that I'm bringing onto myself? And am I projecting that onto others, which is keeping me from whatever the thing is that I need, right? You got to ask yourself that because it is so, it's so, so essential to have that self-awareness and to have that acknowledgement of self. Because you're right. You will see people say this is the challenge and it's easy to take in, but they won't go through with the process. Right. They're going to go for the big one. They're not going to go for the little one. They're not going to go for the one that's manageable. Right. What's your level two? People think they're on level five. And then once they get out there, they find out, oh, why is it not working for me? Because you didn't take the time to work it out beforehand. So work it out whatever that is work it out right because yeah it's on a it's on a molecular level on a cellular level it's on every level there's work that needs to be done and I think you captured it beautifully by talking about toxicity because it is there it's always there it's just how much of it are you taking how much of it is around you and do you need to get away from it right that's all that's all i, I you know what i'm saying sometimes you gotta create some space gotta create some distance right I love you but I can't be here I can't watch this. I can't deal with this. In order for me to deal with it, I need to be able to rejuvenate myself. I need to be able to heal me so I can be here to even support your healing. Space, time, distance, whatever that case is. But man, you said it. You definitely said it. I'm like, man, people be, my goodness. They forget, right? They forget. It's easy to forget. They think they all purify. We all need a purification. We do. We all ain't as pure as we hope to be. Right.
1: Now, question, right? If I get inoculated and I die, am I undead? Or if I get the virus and I die, am I undead? Or am I just dead? Either way.
0: We gonna find out. We gonna find out. Risking some biscuits. We We gonna find out.
1: But it's it's uh it's it's interesting because you know when we learn you know those 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 thresholds, right, it's still on us to say, you know, this is this is a lot, right? Gotta acknowledge, right, that this is this is a lot. And you know, what am I gonna do? to to manage this right do I compartmentalize right do I shut it out right um so the thing of like I I think about when I think about Sakura um and the character in Naruto I feel like these uh characters are, different stages of grief right and they're all valid responses right to grief and some people right start to lose or diminish the way that they interact with people to become like selfish beings not self-righteous but selfish and sometimes self uh defecating to where they're like right i'm i am i am not capable but you are so let me use you for my right selfish right coping. And I see that happening right in the in the world outside of anime. And I'm like, oh, that's a real person. It's people outside acting just like that right now. With all the death going on, right, it's somebody who lost their grandma, talking to their mama, talking to their cousin, like, I'm I'm behind you. I got your back. Let's do this together. And then watching you struggle, watching a mom struggle, watching a cousin struggle after a few months of processing their grief, still selfish, not really processing their own grief. It's a real person out there, like, you know what? You ain't gotta do you ain't gotta work so hard. You ain't got you ain't you ain't you ain't gotta do it. It's like what I thought you was behind me. I thought you had my back. How are you gonna come at me like now it's cool? I ain't gotta work so hard after having killed myself for the last four months to put us in a better position after I didn't like trudged through my grief to get to this point where I see a direction for myself and my life, you go say, it's cool. You ain't got to work so hard. Just because you ain't been processing your grief because you ain't been, been working at it like I've been working at it. Or like the work you do, like, like you said, right, for some people, right, my A effort, right, is, right, is one thing, right, and they, A, effort is another thing. They 100% looks like one thing, right, and my 100% looks different, right, as I'm trying to become, right, the vision that I see for myself, right, that's still yet unclear to me as I move closer to it, right, it becomes more out of reach in some ways. What theirs is right here. I, know, I got that. That's exactly who I'm gonna be right here, two inches in front of me. Right. That's that's like it's and because the everybody's experience is different and their thresholds is different, right? Even more the reason why to understand them, I have to work to understand myself, right? Because the, the the unrealistic expectation that they be maybe setting on me, right? Is past my 110 percent. What they what they want me to be for them in this space is past my limit. So I gotta be in a space where I can acknowledge that so I can even communicate it. Right? Say that's too far. That's tough for me. And again, right, like you said, it's nothing wrong with that. Right? It's not it's nothing wrong with. Like being overwhelmed and saying, "Ah, I got to go back to being whelmed for a bit because that's what I need to to get to tomorrow. That's what I need to do to see my next birthday. I got to spend more days being whelmed than just overwhelmed because being overwhelmed on a daily didn't yield, you know, the growth that I want to see in my life. Right, or the peace that I want to see in my life,
0: yeah. I mean, if you really want to see it, sometimes you gotta, but you know, and for those, it's believe it, but for me, it's um. I just—I never tripped. I mean, yeah, Majora's mass theories through everything, yeah, and the stages of it—it's all around us. It's oh just, yeah, yeah. I—I think I think yeah. It's—it's just—it's some food for thought for those that are ready to eat. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I can't. Yeah, this was a this was one to remember. Episode sixty three, the crate challenge. Right, digging through the crates because you can easily be found in the crates. Mm-hmm. Digging through the crates. Yes. So, you know, for me, that means I'm gonna find me some samples. For y'all, that means you're gonna get a sample of this ground. Um, you know, just just understand your limits, understand where it is you're trying to do, right? Not every challenge is, is needed, and you know, know where, where you're trying to go with it. And I think that uh for me right now it's yeah it's definitely it's time to to switch it up. I've been in the creative process and now learning that I've worked that muscle out there's other muscles I need to work out. My goodness. Got to work on them glutes. That's what I call that's what I call my glutes. My goodness.
1: Oh my goodness. Say oh oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> oh my oh my Oh my goodness, that's what that is right there. I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Yeah, you can't you just can't ignore your whole self, right? You gotta acknowledge and, and embrace you your whole self. You could you, you right, you could, you could, you could, and, could. and then do.
1: That's clear as Cassidy.
0: One, you could.
1: Mm. We're gonna talk, we're gonna talk some more <laughs> next next week.
0: Episode Nintendo 64 of the Lyrical Ones podcast. Shout out to FAO Schwartz and the bus. I appreciate you. As we do at this time, often as we do at this time. What did you get ready to say? Oh, no. I just want to say thanks
1: to everyone listening, listening now, listening in the future, and all those watching definitely thank you
0: yes gratitude appreciation thank you as we oh that's right because i was i was tripping RUN!